Are you saying you faked with me? Yeah. Now you're single. What do you know about sexual relations? Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? I'm a little worried about being a slut. You're listening to the Come With Us podcast. Talking the good, the kinky, and the ugly. Here are your hosts, Beth, Aaron, and Tina. Hello, hello, all you sexy holes and foals. Welcome to another Come With Us podcast, where you're part of all the naughty, sexy, fun conversations that everyone wants to listen in on. Because let's face it, at Come With Us Podcast, we've got all the sexy information that every man should know. I'm Beth Darling, your sexy genius, and you can find more about me, my book, my classes, everything at bethdarling.com. Sign up for my newsletter and stay in touch that way. I'll send you little love letters periodically. So today we are, I'm here with Aaron and Tina, and Aaron and I um, started this conversation last week about our trip to Naughty New Orleans, um, a lifestyle swinger event that we went Sadly, Tina couldn't participate with us this year, but we're getting her all excited for next year because I swear we're going to be back next mm-hmm. year. So for sure, definitely uh, going to be back. It sounds um, I mean, if you listen to our first episode, you'll get, you know, a little bit of the details, but it sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounded like it was a lot of fun. I mean, it was four days. Of, I mean, I was only there for two of them, but it was four days of just fun. Like New Orleans is a fun city. See, this is my thing is I can't. If I ever meet somebody who goes, oh, I don't like New Orleans. I can never have fun in New Orleans. I don't ever want to be around you. <laughs> you cannot go to New Orleans and not have fun. Whether it's just listening to a dude play trumpet on the corner, whether yeah. it's going and eating some of the most amazing food mm-hmm. you'll ever, whether oh my it's God, yes. and like, and we had talks with like friends of ours who were they were talking. They're like, oh, I'm not really much of a drinker, the partier type. And I was like, cool, Bourbon Street's not for you. Garden District is for you. Yeah, there's yeah, a historic yeah. district. There's museums. There's you cannot go to the city Charles of New Orleans Street, and not yeah. have a great time. Absolutely. Well, you can, but if you don't have a good time, it's, it's about on you. you. It's on you. Yeah. I say the you're same just a thing miserable about Vegas, right? I don't really drink. I yes, don't gamble, I but I love. But and again, there's, shows, there's, just so there's many tourism. Exactly. There's shopping. Yeah. There's, there's everything. There's ghost tours if you want. There's yeah. yeah. There's pirate tours. And I think the beignets. Aaron brought me beignets from Cafe Du Monde, by the way. Yum. I love Cafe Du Monde. And I also think the cool thing about New Orleans is it's got like a ton of history too. Yeah. Like it's a very unique city in America that doesn't there's nothing yeah. else like it, you know. Yeah. So it really, that damn city's yeah, seen every freaking war barring the revolutionary war. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's crazy. It's one of the biggest historical landmarks and like this guy and people discount it so much mm-hmm. of like, oh, it's just a party scene. No. No, I love that. Anyway, anyway, I need but to stop going I, off on a tangent about how much I love New Orleans. Cuz I actually I only left. I did a couple of dinners outside the hotel and really in the cooking class and that's about it. Other than that, I was in the hotel the whole dang time. Mm-hmm. Well, except for the sexual freedom mm-hmm. parade. So, yeah. Okay, so, maybe, so let's so tell yeah, you where did yeah. we yeah, where so did we leave off? Uh Let's tell her about the parade yeah okay uh saturday night no friday night friday, friday night. night friday night uh like i said uh the the end of the there's a party every night if you didn't listen last week go catch up every night there is uh, a different theme party friday night is white linen night so just like down here in the heights where they have white linen night where you're supposed mm-hmm. to dress in like mm-hmm. a white button up or a white shirt mm-hmm. white pants all that stuff plenty of people were doing that um, but it's New Orleans and it was a lifestyle convention. So there were plenty more risque, mm-hmm. uh, outfits. Um, some people were in like just white fishnet or like yeah. white net stockings. Like that was it. And pasties. Uh, one woman who was, um, very well endowed in her chest was wearing a like men's white button up dress shirt and had it unbuttoned all the way down to her belly button. 
And like, I, I literally was in the middle of checking my phone. And as I looked up at who was coming off the elevator, I glanced up and like, I caught glimpse of her cleavage and she was like, you could take your jaw off the floor. I was like, honestly, I'm just trying to figure out who you are. Like, <laughs> I was waiting on somebody to get off the fucking elevator. So, <laughs> so is this? Yes, you've got nice tits. What you're flashing them to everybody? Don't don't fucking no, make, and that's make what it I, awkward. Right, that's what I liked at that place. Was it was okay to look at people's boobs? And, and it stuff. was, and but that was the thing is like she assumed to. I was, and that was the one time I wasn't looking at anybody's boobs. I was literally oh, looking at my funny. phone, texting my wife, and I heard the elevator doors open, and I knew we were looking for people. And I was like, and so that was the thing. Every time I heard the do- the ding of the elevator, I would wait till I started seeing uh, foot per- footsteps out of my peripheral, and I would look them from head to from toe yeah. up to head to see who they were. I mean, you guys said the costumes yeah. were amazing, and like yeah. I'm looking here even on the schedule and stuff, and they have like the pre party parade, which like the and to help people get like looking good for it. And it says they had like body painters, like all this. If crazy you go to stuff. Instagram, they have Instagram safe. Um, pictures yeah. that are also will show you what um, people were wearing, like what people were wearing. So uh, let me see if I can pull the it up. parade awesome. is in the hotel. No, so the parade was on the street. And, okay, okay. So this is where I got confused. But New Orleans does parades so regularly that what it is is the parade is that you get a license and they close off the streets and then all of us just basically strolled out. Now some people. Um, were prepared and had hired or rented different floats and stuff, mm-hmm. which was pretty cool. They had a float for the Grand Marshal. They had so it's like uh, kind of like Mardi Gras. A little yeah, bit, so yeah. like um, very toned down. We'll though, post, right? we'll post the just, Instagram yeah. account so you can go check it out if but you want. How do you, yeah. how do you pe- keep so, people out that don't have like tickets? Like it's bur- right? Or right. Or? The parade so you could have. The, the oh, parade yeah. was open, so basically all of us who were at the event were who knew about right. We dressed up in white, and then we start walking, and and there's yeah, some yeah, music yeah. and they whatever. They had a sign making area. Yeah, like one of the ballrooms was turned. Were y'all in the boards. parade? Yes. yes. So that's the thing. I didn't realize anybody could be in the parade, okay. and frankly, you could have been standing on the streets and just decided to walk with us, and right. you could have been part of the parade. There were okay. a couple of people who did. Um, yeah, and otherwise, people just were. Were there a lot of like gawkers and stuff? That oh yeah 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 it was it was pretty fun so and i brought lube i was throwing out you know and handing out um lube samples from joe lube for people and okay. stuff so it was fun but it was definitely um you know it wasn't a formal it's not like I, there were crowds lined up and waiting for us and right, stuff right. but but we attracted attention and then actually we don't want one of the funniest moments i totally forgot about this remember the motorcycle cop right yeah i have video they, of this on oh my thing it's on it, i know it's on other that. people's um uh, Instagram, like it's on the Naughty Nolans Instagram, okay. all that stuff. Yeah, but uh, somebody, several people had brought a um blow up dolls, blow up dolls, like the the blow up old school sex dolls that you would see in the nineties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were walking around with them, and there were motorcycle cops that escorted us all the way through to block traffic and all that stuff. And one uh yeah. guy just walked up and like straddled the cop on his bike. And he went and he took it all the way for a ride down he, the whole parade. The person didn't straddle. Forth. He put his blow up doll oh, to yeah, straddle yeah. the cop. He put the, the blow up doll straddling the, the cop. Didn't care. And, no, the no, cop was, was laughing. That's so and that's, funny. You know, in these this day and age where people are, no, you know, yeah. cops have gotten so much shit and stuff. This they were so good. They were so nice. They were so non judgmental. And then this guy had such a good sense of humor because it was funny, and we yeah. loved it. Everybody else who was on the streets loved it. It just made things real and it was totally silly fun um yeah. but i did totally lighten the mood and everything was there was, was a, a there was a custom uh somebody had a custom like not float 
but they built a um, scaffolding yeah. that actually had swings underneath it. Yeah. So, like, I just showed and you a picture. Like a there were six, there were six swings, and then there was one guy that they hired to just pull it on a bicycle. And I felt so bad for the dude because it was 100 degrees outside at night. Yeah. And this dude is pulling the weight of six humans oh plus the God. scaffolding. Plus, and the humans are dead hammock. weight. Yeah, yeah there's there also a, a hammock, hammock where two people were laying in making out. <laughs> uh, sometimes it was two women. Sometimes it was a guy and a girl. Sometimes it was just fucking crazy. But this poor dude had to pull it oh uh, probably two, three miles yeah. at walking pace with six or seven adult humans just dead weight <laughs> on it. I, was, I felt so bad for it. I was like, dude, I hope you got paid $1,000 for tonight. He was like, Put it this way, I made enough money to cover my rent next month. I was like, well, all right, good deal. Good. Oh, wait, good. I see the so video of the, the cop and yeah. the doll. I'm on yeah. Instagram right now. It's okay. on if y'all yeah, if y'all want to see yeah. it, it's on their Instagram. New Orleans PD are also well, some of the coolest New Orleans PD I mean, and Louisiana so State Troopers are some of the coolest people I've ever met in my life, anyways. Yeah, I'm sure that they've, um, you know, you know, okay. seen it all. Well, we'll post but, yeah. we'll post some of our pictures and stuff on yeah, our yeah. on our yeah. social media for coming with sure. podcast too. For sure, that was really some of them because cool. some of them actually got people's pic- faces in. And that's a very no. Yeah, except um, the ones in the parade. The parade then they were, fine, were open. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. We can't um, post. And then there was like a ball yeah. afterwards. And yeah, there stuff. was a white linen night party okay. that House of yeah. Blues that we didn't go to because one, the line was forever to get in. Yeah. And two, that's when we went and recorded with Tiffany Anton and we talked about erectile dysfunction and all that stuff. Mm. Um, and can you do like yeah. VIP stuff for the, for an event like this? Like, is there such a thing as like VIP, like tickets for stuff? Like you for say, the parties? You guys talk about like all the long lines and stuff. Like could people... Oh, I don't think... No, it was just everybody's now. equal on that yeah, okay. front. If you're at the front of the parade, you're getting into the, to the, the party yeah. first. Okay, if you're at okay. the back, fucking wipe off your sweat and hold on. Yeah, we'll get yeah, you yeah. in when we get you in. Like... That was the thing is that so many people were there, but they never over maxed a capacity of a building that I know of. Right. Um, so there were plenty mm-hmm. there. Oh, we never. Okay. Sorry. Small diversion. Cause we were, we never talked about the pool. Oh, because oh, did right. you, you yes. never went so, to the pool. No. Okay. Uh, well, I went to the yeah. pool. Go ahead. Which was on the third floor of the hotel. Right down from and, my room. Um, yeah, I was going to advertise that, but yeah, it yeah. was right down. <laughs> and so, uh, there were, there were pool parties going on every day. And so I brought, my board shorts, be, my yeah. fishing shirt. And I was like, cool, I'm just going to sit out in the sun, yeah, have a couple too. of drinks, talk to some people. Because that's, that again, I was there because I wanted to learn everybody's story. Every person I talked to, I was like, okay, so tell me how you got to this point in your life. Exactly. I want to know who you are. Exactly. It's so um, interesting. And so I was like, all right, I'll go to these pool parties. Like, I'll go to at least one pool party, either Friday or Saturday, and I'll talk to people and all that stuff. Friday afternoon, I went and I walked down the hallway where the pool goes. And the pool itself um was maybe the size of the room we're in and the room next to us yeah it was that was the very whole deck tiny and pool. pool right it was clothing optional and the pool itself was maybe about seven feet wide by 12 feet long packed butt I- to nut naked people in it. <laughs> that literally is my and i think i've talked about this there was my absolute worst nightmare like i'm sorry i yeah. can't do i cannot do claustrophobic pools. like well yeah. it's because I, when i lived in vegas i would see and i knew people who would like work at some of these like clubs and stuff and i would they would tell me oh yeah. uh, literally how disgusting literally yeah, don't, okay don't so me. literally yeah. i walked and, and yes. the, i was walking down there to look at because i wanted to check it out but there was an older couple who had to be in their probably late 50s early 60s who got off i mean th- they were older couples, but she was rocking a bikini. He was sitting there in like yeah. his board shorts and he had like a similar fishing shirt to what I had on. And they were like, yeah, well, we're just going to go and swim for a while and, you know, talk to people. And I was like, cool. And we got there and we turned the fucking mm-hmm. corner and their mm-hmm. eyes got mm-hmm. twice as big as mine mm-hmm. because they looked around. They're like, 
there's nowhere to be. There is nowhere to be. Like literally, kind of weird. Like everyone's naked in the pool. Like people's random dicks. Like well, that was the thing. It's literally, and I I went back to her, and she asked me. Did you get in? No, no, no. She didn't even go to the pool. It's kind of weird to me. I got back to her, and she said, and she said, "How is the pool situation?" And what did I tell you? I don't remember. I said literally the only way you are fitting another person in that pool is if they are inside somebody. Uh, like literally, you had yeah. couples. Aww. Like okay, so like imagine, imagine here, and if you're watching on camera, it's it's not going to be as well organized. But imagine your back is pushed to my chest, and then there's another no, person no, facing no. you, and then there's another person facing their back. So it's a four person sandwich, and it was like that seven feet pool? deep. Were people no. fucking in the pool? That, I mean, if you if they were, you couldn't tell because nobody could move. Yeah, there was no movement of fucking. Also, but, what about like venereal diseases? And I'm sorry, like uh, right. I, that I don't to know. me is just stop being it, logical I, like me. Again, and some people questions. some people will like it and some people won't. And the good thing is, if you didn't like it, there were tons sure. of other options. Yeah. It was very, was really it was nice. a very claustrophobic area to yeah. me, and I was like, I'm, I like. Yeah, it's I, not I wanted to go talk to people. I didn't want to like be rubbing on naked people because you would have had to like there was a small corner where there were a group of women who all like angled their chairs so they could sunbathe topless. Yeah. But that was it. Like they had their backs to the rest of the party. So they had like a little clamshell of their chairs that were sitting there and just like getting sun on their tits and everything, which is cool. But then like that was the only area where anybody could probably breathe <laughs> to yeah. me. So, but, but some people like there's there's a thing called puppy pile. Have you ever heard of a puppy pile? So in, in Swinger events lifestyle, they will do this bunch of naked people will just basically clamor on top of each other. Kind of like when there's a litter it's a of dog puppy. pile, it's a dog pile and they're all naked and touching all sorts of parts and feet and under. And I don't get it. I just, it's not my thing, but again, it, it makes me, I'm me. laughing with you because some people really get into it yeah. and you know, they think I'm crazy for wanting to be flogged. They're like, no, you could just touch people and it feels so warm and uh, cuddly. Okay, I'm like, okay, cool. Right. Whatever. But also so another, I mean, it is that I also find it a, a, a little yeah, strange to me, but you know, whatever. What yeah. about if people get hard, like in the pool, like and stuff like that? Like where they you just, see, I mean, they hard. just do. I know, but did you see like a lot of No, that? you couldn't see anything because nobody was moving. This I know, but thing. like walking around the pool because everyone was naked. I didn't stay long enough to actually look okay. and, and inspect any dicks wondering. because, well. I don't think know. being hard is anything that swingers get embarrassed okay, about. Okay, so that's not like a, it's not like a no. big deal or anything. Like that. No. Okay. Uh, I don't think but, so. Okay. I, I mean, literally. So the the yeah. pool the uh, pool uh, incident <laughs> was interesting to say the least. Yeah. Um, and it, pretty fun. some people like like I said, some people like everybody there was completely comfortable with how claustrophobic or how yeah. packed in they were. Um, again, if you didn't but, like it, you didn't go. It's I not like oh, this was the you only thing me, to do. But and this you is my thing: if you could have put like, me in there with fully clothed people, I still would have yeah, been I, uncomfortable. I, I, right, right, I, I agree. Yeah. I would have done that. I would have done the topless thing. I would have gotten the pool, but I would definitely have done topless. Oh, yeah. I have no issue being topless. I wish we had yeah. way more topless like beaches or it was like totally more normalized. In oh, America. well, I think like, we have an invite to one of the nudist colonies in Houston oh, to, I would, uh, love around, that. not in Houston. Yeah. But up, something up towards I the hill country. I yeah. used to be um, like, a, who we that need to talk to them too. and see. I was about like going a huge nudist when I was like younger. I was reading yeah. my summer. So I went to summer camp and they, everyone writes at the end of your year last year on your shirt every single person who wrote on my shirt had something about me being like a nudist or running around naked or oh, like funny. shit like that so again I that's never know. been my thing i don't <laughs> i don't know but people, i'll be naked hey. in my own home yeah i'm me. totally comfortable being naked like, like that's so. cool i'm glad you guys like it right yeah that's, but that's not really in a pool so. full of people i'm sorry that that's 
where yeah. I draw the line. <laughs> yeah. All that's, right. That's the only thing I would have liked if there was a bigger, nicer pool, but that's just, but yeah, but say, it's also an old hotel. It's an older hotel. And the thing there's is, there's no is room that for that pool the, or for a bigger the pool. staff apparently at the hotel. Um, loves when naughty Nolans is there because everybody is nice and happy and loving and kind. And cause I, I kept talking to the staff going, Oh, is it weird? Blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, we really, they like yeah, it yeah, and yeah. they're treated with respect. Right. And yeah, it's very, very, and I mean, very cool. So and this goes for every single, um, uh, this goes for any type of trip like this, not just like lifestyle conventions or anything like that. And this is going to sound bad or whatever. I don't give a shit. If you're making those kind of trips, you are not wondering where your next meal is coming from. You are not worried about finances to the point of, I can't afford to keep the power on at my house. Well, sure. So most of those people had the expendable income to also tip very well and be very accommodating to the people around them. But you should probably preface to that. Like, it's not just an event. For people who are like, no, you know, it's not for people who have money, cash, but and like, no, you don't no, need no to, but you know. it's definitely it's but any events like in this lifestyle are aimed like to people who have some disposable yeah, income sure, again right. because the costumes, the travel yeah, costs, the expense of, of the hotel, go to comic cons yeah. and stuff like that. Right. that mm-hmm. you, you're not gonna find broke people at comic con. Yeah, you'll yeah. find people that live with their parents. Yeah, who cares? You've got yeah. the money to get to fucking Comic Con. I mean, yeah. there are also yeah. people who like really, I'm sure, enjoy this lifestyle, save, and like you know, this is and they this is their big thing, and they budget for you know. But so many, and I think that's interesting too. Like the level of professionals and stuff, the it's just huge. Because again, when you don't know, I I don't know. I just thought swingers. I don't know what I thought, but again, that they're fringe people or they're you know just artists or hippies or some. But no, they're doctors and lawyers and accountants. Oh my God, so many accountants. I cannot tell you how many accountants. That's so funny. Yeah. My because theory on accountants is, is that they actually pick a profession that keeps them in the rules because if they don't have rules, they're wild. So on so. TikTok, like fun fact, since you can't really say like stripper and stuff, um, that like the, the, or like whatever, if you're a sex worker and stuff, they, they use now accountant as the word oh God, for like, funny. like I'm an accountant, you know, I, I'm like, and that's what that means. Well, so that I, and they say. are, I mean, they're counting money. Like, they you know, right? yeah. definitely are. Yeah. So, so what else were we going to go? Yeah, so okay. What, so you taught six classes. Let's talk about those mm-hmm. real quick because you had questions about all the different yeah, classes she taught. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So start with Thursday. What was your Thursday classes? Oh my God. Do you think I remember? I okay, don't know. fine. I'll pull up your yeah, Thursday classes. Mine. Let, on, that was the main one, right? How to blow his mind while well, That was Friday. No, that's that, Friday. Okay. Uh, hold on. So Let me Thursday, find her. One day I did. Um, I don't want to be a slut. Oh, that was right. Okay. Yeah. What, so what, is, okay. what does that mean? I don't want to be a slut. So the problem is, is that even when people are in the swinging lifestyle, I say, even like me, and I'm talking about sex all the time, and I'm very open. The fact is, there's still part of me that is very concerned and worried all the time. Like, oh my God, are they going to think I'm a slut? Right? Is this too much? Are they going to judge me? Am I overcrossed? And because we grow up in a world that basically tells us women have two choices, good girl or slut. Mm-hmm. And it is, even if we're acting in one way, there can be something internal mm-hmm. that is judging ourselves, that is worried, that is afraid our our partners are judging us or the people we're with or neighbor, whatever and stuff. So I think it's a really important thing to just recognize. So mm-hmm. that class was for, let's get this out. Let's stop pretending that you have to have gotten past it. Cause I don't know that we ever get past it completely. Mm-hmm. There was one woman in the class who said, no, she really had, which was awesome. I was like, tell us your secret. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but otherwise I think it's reasonable to say, what is it? And the fact is some of us want to claim the word slut because Sometimes I say, like, when I'm in the midst of sexy stuff, um, 
I uh, sometimes I like to be called a cum slut. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. really you know trashy yeah, yeah, and dirty, yeah. and I don't know why it appeals to me, but it does. So, um, getting comfortable, but making sure it's a wholehearted thing. So that okay. was the first one. That's interesting. Uh, intro to the pleasure of power. I've got your whole oh, schedule here, so I'll yeah, just read there them you off. Go. You're awesome. Intro okay. to the pleasure of power play. Okay, so that one I do, and that's a variation. I say that there are two things in every relationship that are completely underused. One is our voice. And two is power. And so the power that we have in a relationship is we both have to decide to be in a relationship because either one can leave. Then what we do with that power within is really up to us. And so this was about finding ways to use it. Let's say you're the one who doesn't necessarily want to have sexy fun as often as somebody else, as your partner wants to have. Then use that in terms of Okay. Um, instead of not acknowledging it and putting it off on them, like, oh, they just are, you know, sex driven or whatever or something. Mm -hmm. They're too horny. Like use it like, okay, what do you want? Well, maybe you want the, the dishes done. Maybe you want the lawn mode. Then maybe you say, here's a cock ring, go put it on, mow the lawn. If you do a great job in half an hour, then mm -hmm. you come in and then I'll let you go down on me. Mm -hmm. Suddenly you've used this power and you've turned it into a good thing. Things get done. Everybody's happy. Aaron is like, no. I think about how sweaty and gross I get mowing the lawn. No, no, I don't want to touch anybody. Okay, I don't want well, anybody. You could shower near first. Me. No, but you could shower first. But the rings ruined because it's got so much. Oh, you just oh, wash it off. There's silicone. Geez, they clean. Dude. But whatever. But you know, or you do the dishes or something. But so you can learn to speak up and to use the power in a way that actually works not just for you, but for your partner mm -hmm. and the relationship. Mm -hmm. um, and too often we just think we have no power mm -hmm. and that doesn't work. So. All right. I'll save the other one for the very end because that's the one that got the most uh, feedback. Uh, Dom is different than asshole. Sub is different than doormat. That was a big BDSM power um, one that you did. Right. Because a lot of, again, that perception of BDSM is that it's about um, it's selfish, that it's about aggression, abuse, um, that one person gets the benefit and the other doesn't. So it was kind of to disabuse that and to think about and find ways that you could still, again, have the power and stuff that you, that you bring into the relationship and use it in a way that turns you on, turns your partner mm -hmm. on and lights everything up. Right. Um, how to avoid the same old swinger sex. That was interesting because yes. I actually sat in on that one uh, as not like, I guess I'm not auditing, but I was taking pictures for you and, you know, yeah. setting up the, the, this is the thing is once I got there Friday, you kept me working when I wasn't out trying to talk to people and promote the podcast. I was the doorman for one class. Yes. I was uh attendance person. I was, I did all yes. kinds of shit. Thank you. Um, yes. He was so awesome. yeah, the same old swinger sex. It was a room full of swingers or people who wanted to be swingers and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, you can take it from there, but uh, yeah, because I'll I say, you know, I talk about BMS boring married sex, but swingers tend to have the same formula. It's like oral, then you switch oral, then you fuck, you change position, you fuck. And then, Hopefully, you know, then basically it ends when he comes and people are just That's doing like this. vanilla sex generally, you know, yeah, and stuff. And, yeah. and yet they're afraid and don't know what to do to shake things up because right, right. it's so funny. I say once everybody's shed the, the societal norms and said, OK, great, we're going to be part of the swinger world. Then what happens? They, they want to be part normal. of the swinger world. So they're all trying to conform, right. which means that different, interesting, exciting things are not done. Everybody well, goes to the lowest common denominator. What was the one question you asked that nobody could answer? I totally forgot. Oh, damn it. Okay. If I ask you, what is one thing that you think you bring to the bedroom when oh. you're having sex that's special? Can you answer? Can you come up with something off the top of your head? Right. I'll give you 
Uh, you know what? We don't want a whole lot of dead like, air, so keep co- thinking about it while I'm. Yeah, yeah, but like the, just a follow up, like completely unique to me. No, just no, something just that you're special. something you're good at, something you're enjoying, something that you bring extra extra enthusiasm to, something that, that your partner. In a room of swingers, why would somebody be like, "Ooh, I want to be with that"? Right, but I'm just saying as an example. I mean, I think I like like a varied amount of sex. Like, I'm not a one position type of person, so like, I I like to change it up a lot during sex. And then too, like, you know, I'm a pretty good squirter, so like, you know, easy, okay, or easy, like those. But I have to think about it more. But how long did it come take you to come up with that? Ten seconds. Okay. Now we were in a room full of 40, 50 swingers, swingers, so twenty-five couples. She asked that question. Literally, we had thirty seconds of dead air. Yeah. Think about okay, now count count to five in your head. We're gonna just go five seconds of silence real quick and think about that times six. I mean, yeah, that's that's but also you do have to understand that like this is what we do. We're on we're you know, this is our podcast. But you would expect a group of swingers who are again who have shed the societal norms or doing that, but at least one one would be able to go, hell, I can suck a mean dick when I'm in a room full of guys and and all the other women like watching me. Something like that. Or yeah. Like, yeah, but hey, also, by the I, way, I can put my legs behind my head and then I love people taking turns on me. But Something I, think, weird. I think it's like yeah. if you ask that question, maybe to them personally, it wouldn't like take them as long to answer. But when you're in like a forum and right. no one really wants to speak first and stuff like I would have spoken yes. up. Right. You would but, say that. But the, everybody so, was fine speaking first. So that's but yeah. but it's so it's interesting. And I, I mean, think really what's interesting. What is yeah. relevant is, again, that people just because they're having a lot of sexy stuff doesn't mean that mm-hmm. they're really one they're much better or two that they've actually thought and i say this is right i have this sort of geeky approach to sexy i mean <laughs> that's think about things that's a and, wonderful question i even think we could almost make that into an episode just itself yeah. like that question because that is a really really good question to like Thank you know you. to like ask people about their yeah. their sexy like sexy life yeah right so, what makes yeah. you special so yeah. that was good thank you for reminding me about that Aaron. yeah that I was did. The, i totally forgot that was one of the, that was probably yeah. the best question i've heard in relation to in relationship mm-hmm. advice anything in god knows how long yeah, because you said good. it and i'm like and you would ask questions people were Wait, what part of the conversation what about you me yeah what's uh i will always prioritize my partner's pleasure before mine Okay, but that's mm-hmm. very. I guess fine. Yeah, you're right. I know you. I know you. you um, yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah. nobody could come up with anything, and it was interesting because yeah. it wasn't like everybody was like like you said. People were nervous. These aren't nervous people. None of them were nervous. They were all in on the conversation from the beginning. She had already had two women making out with each other <laughs> who were like couldn't keep their hands off each other the whole time, um, and then she asked that question, and it was crickets. And I looked around, and there was another woman who I recognized from somewhere. I think she worked the event. Mm-hmm. or whatever but she was sitting on the same row as me at the back and we looked at each other and our jaws hit the floor and we're like no one no one's gonna come up with anything yeah and it, it was just it was very intriguing because i thought about and that was one of the questions i thought about on the way home that i started like okay well i know what my first answer is but i want to have six answers mm-hmm. ready to go if somebody were to ever ask me i that. mean that so, is really really interesting that you know when we think like bms and we talk about bms all the time we do only think about it or, or generally talk about it in a in a two-person like couple sense yeah. but you're right it must happen in the swinging world all the time you know yeah so it really does and, 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 and like every kissers. one of them was a yeah. was a was attesting yeah. to it because she was like how many of y'all have done it or just do it this way that's the only way every single hand hit the ceiling and they were like and then they all looked around and they're like oh shit like we all really 
like we're supposed to be the spicy people in life and we're not spicy for shit once we get naked yeah it was interesting and then there's really no was. no offense to them like it everybody but it's it it goes to speak to the human condition of you get into a routine whether you're the oh, i'm not a routine person oh i can't eat at the same restaurant more than once a year bullshit humans get in routines that's the way we're designed right and we're afraid to be shunned we're afraid yes. to stand when you have more I people in the room about that to is. say that yeah. like i think a lot of people maybe when they go into swingers clubs and stuff like that maybe they don't want to do some of like the you know stranger weirder or like unconventional they things, don't want to be the people to are going to be yeah. like yeah like yes. you know yeah. they yes. stand out so yeah um it's, it's so that really was that one and then this one uh I was at the little, I was out walking Bourbon Street and putting up stickers and everything. Uh, you don't have to be a Dom to enjoy mental domination. Oh, yeah. That, that was one the was last. Packed. Yeah, that was the last workshop I did. And it was really awesome. They put you in the smallest room for that one. And that they, one was yeah. the most. That well, it, was was called, yeah. it was called what? I said, you don't have to be a Dom to enjoy mental domination. And I said, <laughs> because mental domination, right? As soon as you can understand what somebody else wants, what they desire, what they respond to, then you can you can give them what they want. You can get what you want, like in a way that's a win-win. This right, isn't right, right. about doing something that's bad for people. Right. But um, so um, it's again on that whole power thing, I get, because this is my line of thought is that it's really, what are we wasting? The opportunities right. we're wasting. And so one of the things, right, one of the common questions and issues for swingers is really over and over. They're so concerned about how do I say no if right. somebody wants to play without upsetting them or pissing them off. And, um, and there was this one woman who said like, she was dancing with her husband and this other guy, they had sort of been flirting and stuff while he was busy staring at her while she was dancing with her husband. And she just, it was like enough. And, but he hadn't overtly said, do you want to play? So she couldn't just answer that question. She's like, I don't know what to do. And I was like, okay. I said, you know, he's looking, you're catching him instead of avoiding that, that, you know, your face, you take action, you I take your power. You look him straight in the eye and you wink at him. So you acknowledge, you make him feel seen and heard and appreciated. And you're flirting a little and you say, Hey, thanks so much. I'm going to go dance with my husband now. And then you nicely shift around. So he's no longer looking at you and whatever. And you do that in the blink of an eye and it's so smooth Mm -hmm. and and it's important. Mm -hmm. And the husband had I should have prefaced before that had said, well, like I didn't want to upset him, but I knew my wife wasn't comfortable. I was like, that's when you have to decide mm-hmm. who's the priority. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Is your wife the priority yeah. versus that? And he had never thought of that. Right. You're, you're thinking that really? these are equal. I right? Mean, yeah. You'd think that his wife would definitely be the priority. Right. But... but he hadn't, because as soon as you know that, then you know exactly who you need to like, or how you need to change and you can do it in a very nice and easy yeah. way. And there's a lot um, of men, the mental aspect of this lifestyle isn't easy. You know, like we right. talk about, like and there that's... is a lot of things you have to consider people's feelings, how you're acting, you know, stuff like that. So like, you know, yeah. so that goes along with that. So it's not just the physical, you know? Yes. And so. when you pay attention, when you know what somebody cares about, when you know what somebody's insecure about, sure. then you yeah. can help them support them right, by giving exactly. compliments yeah. and stuff sincere, no bullshit. I'm never about that, but you can hone in and be like, Oh, this person really needs a little dose of blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. um, yeah, there was one well, not woman only that, that. Cried even when that you're session. when you're yeah. in a an open relationship, open marriage or whatever, the person that you first signed on with, whether you, you know, do whatever, you're still supposed to be their number one protector. Male, yeah. female, doesn't matter. You are you are the person who knows them 
and has their trust and faith the most out of every person in the world, you're supposed to be their protector at all times. And yeah. being nice isn't like, I get it. Swingers are really nice people. Some people don't want to say, no, you know what? It doesn't matter. The person who you are with that you've committed your life to, whether or not you're, you know, yeah. in a relationship with other people, polyamorous, whatever, you have one person that you are supposed to be there, protect. Just like when you were, yeah. okay. And if you're a swinger listening to this, remember before you became a swinger, when you were out at a bar and you saw somebody hitting on your significant other, what happened? You got the competitive dominant male gorilla or female dominant lioness and you went over and you marked your territory it's every now and then even being a swinger you have to do that you have mm. to mark your territory and protect the one you're connected well, to yeah and go listen to our our swinging episode because we cover a lot of like, the melfies we yeah. cover a lot about this like exact topic um which is very yeah. interesting so yeah. um all right and then the final class which um was I, I I've called it your like uh ACDC closing out or play or like the Beatles playing fucking Wembley or something uh your blowjob class how to blow his mind while loving his body yeah so that that's my signature that's really one of my faves and I loved especially because this is a group of people that routinely right boring swinger sex usually involves fellatio as well as cunnilingus so so teaching this group was I thought awesome but it definitely made a difference because these are women who were willing to do it and stuff but there was still part of them that didn't just love it. And mostly um, women. So the class, class so, was for women. That's how yes. I teach. Okay, I want so the women first because that the en enables them to right. say anything and everything they right, want right, and right, worry, right. you know, and stuff. People who are worried about guys farting in their face and things like that. So we got to get all that out. Um, but it was, yeah, it was really uh, powerful. It was um awesome. I um, enjoyed it. They, we got each got dildos and stuff to do. Um, and it went incredibly well. I mean, that was, that was what lunchtime on Friday, yeah, all the way through Saturday night, everywhere we went, there was at least one guy who would walk up and just hug her out of nowhere oh my God, that's and be so like, by funny. the way, you're like the fucking coolest person that's ever. Or so by the way, funny. you have just made my life or that's my weekend awesome. is so much better. Like it, it was literally like <laughs> walking after that class, like literally 45 minutes after that class ended. Somebody came and found us in the hallway and she like, and like this woman. No, this was two hours. It was after the next class I taught. Was it, it was two? that, yeah, it was okay. that evening when we were heading to dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it had been a couple of hours. Yeah. She ran she, down, the, like ran down the stairs and almost tackled Beth and was like, you'll never believe what mm -hmm. I just did. And I yeah. enjoyed it. And it was yes. like, the cool thing is Wait, everyone can have this experience too. Yes, right? yes. So exactly. you don't just have to be a naughty in New Orleans to have this exact same experience. Yeah. So, yeah. You, know. you go to BethDarling.com and it's the how to blow his mind while loving his body. And you can watch it on video on demand and you can get the, the counterpart to it, which is how to, um, the art of orally pleasuring a woman. So, mm -hmm. yep. Yeah, I'm very, I'm very proud of this. And I love that it makes a difference. Even yeah. for people who are doing it all the yeah. time, my approach is very yeah. different. So it was fun. And, so uh, yeah, that, all right. Um, so that was your schedule that we needed to knock off. Yes. Okay. Um, so now we're going to close with, we got to tell her about the plus one room. Yeah. Oh, you tell her about the plus oh, one room. I don't fucking know. Plus one room. Okay. So this is what I love. I love about this like whole swinging lifestyle right is that it's just open mm -hmm. and it is not about any one gender's pleasure it's about everyone so the plus one room is actually devoted for female pleasure though so it is a room full of men who are willing to do whatever a woman wants to please them oh, to please her so that they okay. are at your so can you imagine like having chippendales at your service and walking in and going oh whether God. you want one person to, to fuck you, eat you out, or just 
give you a back massage. If you want your partner to watch, that's totally fine. If you want your partner to participate, that's okay. If you want three, five, six, you want to take turns, you want this, you want this position, anything you want, they are there and it is all about you. No reciprocity. And do you like pick your man? Yes, yes, yes. Yes. And you don't have to, they tell you, you don't have to feel bad. If somebody starts talking to you, if a guy comes and that's, he's not your type, you just say, Hey, I actually might be interested in so-and-so and And they will get that other person. And And I'm these people getting paid to do this. No, okay. this is their pleasure, right? Just like Aaron says, right? His gift is he loves to please a partner. These are men who absolutely love to sexually pleasure a woman love to do it. They, um, they work hard to, so this, cause I'm like, okay, well, how many times a night do you come? They're like, no, they basically try really hard not to come until late in the evening. And they'll tell, like they told me, if you want us, like, if you want us to come on you, in you, whatever, then you just have to come back late at night and we will, we'll happily oblige. But until then we're trying to save ourselves so we can share ourselves with as many people. Are they like participating in the naughty new Orleans as like people or they're not high. uh, What I'm trying to get is they're not hired to do this. No, no. Now they generally naughty in new Orleans is couples, right? So to be a single you have to get approval, right? Everybody has to go through a There's little a bit of a vetting process. thing. So, these- so these guys, some of them are single and they are specially approved and vetted. For this. For this, this, right. Because this is so part of what they offer. So I and loved it. And I was like, oh my God. I mean, I like, I spent four nights. Were there toys and stuff there in the room? Mm, I don't think they had so many, but you could certainly bring stuff. Um, but I was like, what? It had never occurred to me that I could just have my pleasure and not have it be about theirs. And they never pressured um, you into doing like set, like you know, having inter- like sex and stuff after no. they were eating you out or anything. Well, so to be fair, I didn't okay. participate. Right? I I kept trying to think about what I wanted and everything, and then I just was like, I'm just not sure right now. And yeah. I'm, I was so in the mode of this is all new, right? Mm-hmm. I get in hyper mode. I'm, I'm teaching club coaching. Um, right, right, right. So I didn't, but it definitely gave me lots to think about. And then what I love the guys was, hot, they were very attractive. A lot of them, most of them were black men, okay. which is interesting. interesting. And apparently because so many women, and I kind of hate this, but it's it, because it objectifies, but these are guys that that was kind of okay. Like it's still about, and I think of it, well, some, men really prefer blondes or redheads mm-hmm, and they might pick mm-hmm. somebody else. So anyway, um, if you throw all that aside, because generally, I mean, people were just so nice. But so I met this really awesome, very, very, very attractive couple. They're probably in their 40s. They'd been married for almost 20 years. And they were telling me that she had gone to the plus one room. And I was like, oh my God, right? Tell me everything. Tell me everything. So apparently she did, she had six or seven of them. She was like, I was wearing them out. And I was like, how many times did you come? She's like, I don't know. I can't count. I have no idea. But it was on and on. And she was like, I'm going back tonight. Do you want to come with me? And that I really might have. But it was the last night. And I wasn't. I was just so exhausted that I I fell asleep. But that would have been fun. Like, I could have been there with her. We could have been sharing. Like, that to me would have been fun. Yeah, her partner was watching the whole time. Okay. Um, Can your partner participate? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Okay. Again, it's what you want. But that's the idea is that it's about what you want. It's not about them thinking they have to mark their territory or something. They have to get all that, whatever, because it is just about your pleasure. 
it was so cool. I saw an older couple in, in there. Um, and he was just sitting and, and watching and stuff. She was having a delightful time. Um, I saw some, oh, there were some people in wheelchairs, some men oh, in wheelchairs, really which I really, I love that they were still part of the whole swinging, you know, the community and stuff. Oh, I also love that people knew each other from, they might live in separate parts of the country, but they'd met in some other swinger event and they were so happy to be re reunited together. There's so many yeah, friendships. Yeah, so I was going to ask, like, the, yeah. people came to this event from all over, I'm guessing. All um, over. Yeah, yep. and stuff. And then Europe. Europe the Caribbean. Yep. Yeah. What's What about condom? Everyone has to use a condom? Is that the deal? So that's up to you. Okay. Um, it did surprise me that in the plus one room, they had condoms there, but the other rooms, um, I'm used to places providing them, but this place didn't. So you had to bring your own condoms. So I won't say it's not required that you use condoms, but it is very typical in the swinger lifestyle right. to use them. Right. So I think if you're going to go bare, that's more unusual with okay. somebody, yeah. not your partner. Obviously. Right. Cause it's yeah. not, it's really on you to be as safe as yeah. you should be. Yeah. So. And one thing, okay. So one thing, Bob, the, the guy who runs the place, he told us his bill for towels, right? Because they have yeah. towels galore. Everybody sure. who's doing anything, they're using towels and stuff. It's like his accountant asked him once, like, hey, what's this $14,000 bill for towel <laughs> rental? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> right? It was, it's amazing. That's awesome. That's yeah. amazing. That's yeah. so unique. So things, right. Sheets were cleaned immediately. There were 85 people, I think, on staff trying to work and clean and, and do everything in the playrooms and stuff. Wow. And that's what they call the sex rooms or the right, playrooms. Right. So, but the plus yeah. one thing is really cool. Isn't the plus one? Yeah. yeah if you very, go, very yeah, next year, we're no, for yes. sure. Definitely. <laughs> like, like um, the, really, for any woman out there, I just encourage you, even if you're not swinging and stuff, to just think about what that would be like. Because for me, it was, I never, ever, ever thought about what if it was all about me. Oh my God. And mm. it was so empowering and uplifting just to think that there's a place I could do that. Mm -hmm. So, and that they would be happy, right? I wasn't going to yeah. be taking advantage or they yeah. weren't sacrificing. They were like, please, please, or, please. or like, they wouldn't get like offended or right. anything like that, you know? Yeah. Like, they're, oh, yeah. I don't like it this way. Can you do it? Make this sure way? you can right. finally fulfill that bucket list fantasy of yours. Yeah. yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. It's really, really interesting. That makes so. it possible. Yeah. Well, so, I like it. And this is their kink, right? These yeah. guys like that. So, anyway. So. It was awesome, all in all. I'm right? so happy to hear about everything. This has been like so interesting. And obviously, you guys can tell like how varied of an event this actually is. There's something yeah. for basically everyone. Um, you know, they're not, you know, you're yeah. going to find your whatever you want to do. Like, right. Some people were incredibly, stunningly beautiful. Some people were just okay. Some people were not particularly attractive some people were i mean there really were every shape and, and size of body right. yeah, there was right. everybody yeah there. really curvy right. and there were but in know, terms tall of people a, short people everybody. like events yeah. too you know right like you can really lovely. like there's so many different things you can do yeah. as you can tell yeah. so yeah and they were really yeah. lovely so yeah. anybody who's worried or anything about it then mm -hmm. and if you're interested in maybe doing this next year but you're like new to this or whatever then stay tuned because we're going to find a way and we're going to try and do some, maybe we'll do a Houston meet and greet. Maybe we'll do a zoom call for pe for mm -hmm. listeners who are going, but we're going to try and find ways that make it fairly easy and comfortable mm -hmm. for people to, to check it out and yeah. see and um, have, have some fun with us yeah. and not feel like they're alone in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you want to yeah. check it out too, I mean, you can go to naughty dash events.com. That's the website for all of the stuff that they do. Uh, you can poke around there and find out more information. But if you want 
and you yeah. just want it from you know people who've been there and you want it to just be between you and and uh, like anonymously yeah. email us come with us yeah. confessions at gmail.com i mean we'll whether it's beth whether it's me what one of us will email you back or both of us might email you back and tell you okay this is what you're in for because yeah. hey it's one of those events that i was nervous on the drive-in and i was like this is going to be very interesting to see and i couldn't you could have asked me a hundred times, what do I think is going to happen? And I never probably would have come up with the idea that I did. Yeah. Um, but it is, like I said, it's a very cool event. Uh, I, I can't wait to take my wife just because again, being around that much like love and compassion and like my wife and I are big PDA people, not like full on fucking in public or anything like that, but yeah. we'll make out in public. We don't give a shit. Um, like yeah. there's plenty of that going on. Like I said, last episode, there's, there's 70 year old men grabbing their wife's ass. There's, you know, six year old women, like going and asking like a 40 year old guy to motorboat him in the middle of a bar. It's, it just <laughs> fucking happens. Um, it's oh, very wow. interesting, but yeah, naughty dash events.com or email us, come yeah. with us confessions at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll answer any questions you have about it. Yeah. yeah. And please go to bethdarling.com um, and sign up for my newsletter. And that way, because hopefully we're going to do some special promotional events for our listeners and community that are going to participate next year. So we'll let you know. Yeah. yeah. All sorts of very fun. cool. All right, cool. I can't wait. Thank you guys. Thanks Nina for um, letting us. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. Hopefully we didn't make you. you too jealous. Like you definitely made me very jealous, but, but we'll, we'll think of this like a long, like remember the old yeah. cartoons with like Wile E. Coyote and he had a giant long, fuse on a thing of dynamite the fuse has been lit now you have 360 or 350 <laughs> days until it gets yeah, to explode of course yeah. so, and it'll be awesome yeah it'll be awesome yeah. next year so mark it off on your calendar yeah. you're going next and year. you'll definitely yeah. see us there next year so yeah you know. and who knows maybe we'll be doing some other stuff yeah. with the naughty group yeah, yeah That's, i'm already talking to them about some other ideas mm-hmm. so it'll be good all right well thank you thank you thank you y'all it is a pleasure and aaron thank you specifically for all your help at the event it was really it was so much fun to share this with you so, it was a blast. And thanks to your wife for letting you go. It uh, means a lot. So, All right, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So glad that you joined us for Come With Us podcast. This is the show about love, sex, and relationships. Everything a man needs to know. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Come With Us podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media at Come With Us podcast and send in your questions, comments, and confessions to come with us confessions at gmail.com. Until next time, keep it fun, flirty, and naughty.